0: Have your fantasy teams been struggling this year? Or perhaps you've been doing pretty well but want to put yourself over the top? Then make sure to visit our friends over at Finish First Fantasy Advisors. They are the premier one-on-one consulting firm that specializes in providing you with expert support to help guide you to the championship. You will be matched with one of their expert advisors to provide you with the season-long insight for your redraft, dynasty, or DFS formats. Their advisors will contact you weekly to answer all of your questions and provide you the needed information to get to the next level. Set up a free 15-minute consultation by emailing them at info at finishfirstfantasy.com or by visiting them at www.finishfirstfantasy.com. That's www.finishfirstfantasy.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Skull King Sports Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Ryan Scaldred. I am your host. And tonight we are going over our waiver wire picks for the week um should be a good show tonight uh we've had a couple technical difficulties going on with uh with my computer and getting these recorded but uh, we'll try to get this get through this tonight so if it seems like i'm rushing a little bit that is why just trying to make sure that my computer doesn't freeze up mid podcast so um we shall start with real quick uh, you may see if you are watching the video you'll see up in the little corner we get a little. Little promo going on. Um, we have partnered with uh, Doctor Squatch Soap. We actually um, now have a promo code. If you go to Doctor Squatch Soap um, or DrSquatch.com, you can get twenty dollars off of, uh, or sorry, twenty percent off of a twenty dollar or bigger purchase. Um, just use the promo code SKS20. Um, if you've not seen, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen the, the Doctor Squatch Soap. Um, uh, advertisements on Facebook um, very very funny um, I love their soap it's great stuff um, you know no harsh chemicals natural homemade t- homemade style soap um, I love it. I like the black pine tar bar it absolutely love it smells good um, I actually feel clean um, and don't feel like I've you know got chemicals all over me um, after a shower so again go to drsquatch.com Use the promo code SKS20 um, uh, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off of a $20 purchase or larger. All right, well, let's go ahead and hop right into um, the infirmary ward for uh, this week. It was just absolutely horrible. Um, Out for the season Saquon Barkley, Von Miller, Nick Bosa, Derwin James, Tavon Young, C.J. Uzma. Um, Christian McCaffrey is going to be out four to six weeks with his ankle injury. Michael Thomas, uh, they're looking at three, three to five weeks, I believe. Uh, Drew Locke is going to miss time with a shoulder. Jimmy Garoppolo, it's possible that Jimmy Garoppolo may be back um, soon. Uh, A.J. Brown, still waiting to hear on his hamstring issues. Sterling Shepherd has turf toe. Cortland Sutton out for the season with a um, ACL injury. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, this was this was confusing. Tyrod Taylor comes out was supposed to start the game. Um, was going to wear a flak jacket uh, Sunday afternoon against the uh, against the Chiefs to kind of protect his ribs. He had had a rib injury and got an injection, a pain injection, in order to help with the pain in in his ribs and. It ends up causing him chest pain, and so that's why the you know sudden pull they ended up taking him to the hospital to get checked out. So, as far as we know, we we do not know as of right now who is going to be the starting um, the starting quarterback for the uh, Chargers this next Sunday. So, still waiting to see on whether or not uh, Tyra Taylor is going to be healthy. Uh, Justin Herbert did a great job stepping in. What was it? threw for over 300 yards, threw for a touchdown and an interception, I believe, and then also ran for a touchdown. So solid start for a first first game of the year. Um, again, Saquon Barkley is out for the season with a torn ACL, so we'll kind of go over a couple of the options to, to pick up for him. Uh, Jets wide receiver Rashad Perriman sprained his ankle, considered week-to-week. Christian McCaffrey out four to six weeks with a high ankle sprain. Uh, Bruce Arians said that Chris Godwin has cleared concussion protocol, will play in week three at Denver. Uh, Colts wide receiver Paris Campbell suffered a PCL injury that is expected to sideline him indefinitely. So that's, you know, another thing to look at there in terms of the offense for the Colts. Um, let's see who else. Oh, the Seahawks lost, uh, uh, outside linebacker Bruce Irvin to a torn ACL as well as uh I believe that one of their uh, one of their backup safeties also tore his ACL so um Raheem Mostert MCL sprain likely out this week um hopefully you know for for San Francisco 49ers fans and for um people who have Uh, Raheem Mostert on their teams that he is able to come back for this week. Dawson Knox is in concussion protocol. Tevin Coleman is expected to miss multiple weeks with a knee injury. He suffered Sunday. So the 49ers are expected to be without Coleman and Raheem Mostert on Sunday against the Giants. Um, Devontae Adams' hamstring injury is not considered um, a serious threat to his playing time. So it looks like he's probably going to be able to play through it a little bit coming up this next week. Uh, so, I mean, Lazard Lizard and MVS are still out there, uh, at least on Yahoo, owning less than 50% of the league. So, something to keep an eye on. Um, and, oh, and then the 49ers also confirmed that Solomon Thomas tore his ACL two plays after Joey Bosa did. Um, the San Francisco 49ers have now signed, uh, I believe, Ziggy Ansah to, um, to take over. Uh, he played with the Seahawks last year was injured a lot didn't get a whole lot of work done so we'll we'll see what what that can do for the 49ers their defense is, has been decimated with injuries this year so um i think that's all the injury news so like i said we're going to get straight into um, our waiver wire pickups um so why don't we go ahead and we are going to start with the quarterback position now um, you can go to um, our website skulkingsports.com under the fantasy football um, tab there is uh, you can go to uh, see where our, our waiver wire um, our waiver wire rankings um, at least mine so far I've got to check to see if uh, if uh, the waiver wire if any of my staff have done waiver wire rankings. Um and right now it says that Gardner Minshew is the is the number one pickup in terms of quarterbacks. Um this is based off of um Fantasy Pros does it based off of a consensus fifty percent owned. So that includes Yahoo and um ESPN and sometimes I don't know if they include like Fantracks or any of the leagues like that. Um in Yahoo, Ryan Tannehill is only in forty six percent of leagues. So for that, he is my number one there. Um, but that's not; I can't add him into those rankings. So um, Ryan Tannehill is my number one. He is right now. He's QB ten, um, and I believe that um, Gardner Minshew is right there along with them. Yeah, Gardner Minshew is number nine. They're averaging both twenty three points a game. So. Um, and Gardner Minshew has Miami coming up this next week. So, solid matchup there. Um, and he's been very, very efficient with his passing. So, uh, either Gardner Minshew or, or Ryan Tanner are going to be two, my top two pickups for this week. In terms of... Let me pull up where I had it there. Um, the other two guys I have on there. Justin Herbert uh, owned in 2.4% of leagues. Then Ryan Fitzpatrick owned in 2.9%. Justin Herbert, again, is more something to watch for like two quarterback leagues. I think that's where he's going to be the most effective in terms of scoring for you. So, Um, moving on to the running back position. Get them loaded up. Uh, My number one pickup here, um, see, and it's, yeah, that's, is, uh, for me, is Josh Kelly. He's owned in only forty percent of Yahoo leagues. He's probably owned in more than that in ESPN leagues. Joshua Kelly has been an absolute stud um, these last couple weeks, um, running right along with um, Austin Eckler. Uh, let me see. Pull him up. Let me pull up his stats here. Uh, let's see. This last week, he ran for uh, twenty three times for sixty four yards. Um, he also had two receptions for 49 yards as a receiver. Really played well against that um, against that uh, Chiefs defense. So he is definitely a guy that I like, it's go, especially in this next week going up against Carolina, who's been giving up a lot of yards to running backs. Um, Josh Jacobs scored, you know, I mean, 93 yards and, and three touchdowns just on the ground. Uh, Fournette chewed them up for I think over 100 yards and two TDs. So um, I like Joshua Kelly and. Um, and Austin Eckler for this week. I think both of them are going to be in a really good position to score a lot of points. Um, and if you're desperate, Joshua Kelly's definitely, you know, if he's still out there, pick him up. Uh, next, Daryl Henderson, owned in 33% of leagues. I was not expecting to have him on this list, to be completely honest. Um, after, you know, I mean, I know he was dealing with injury in week one, but after going 12 for 81 for a TD in week two... Um, Definitely, I think part of it had to do with Cam Akers and his injury, and Malcolm Brown um, apparently was was limited a little bit as well. And then, you know, Henderson just takes off in this game against against Atlanta. So, or no, sorry, not <laughs> not against Atlanta, against Philadelphia. Um, and so, I think that he he's he's definitely a guy who can who can get, if he gets the opportunity, could possibly play very, very well. Especially, you know, if Akers misses more time, uh, Daryl Henderson could be, a, could be a good pickup. Um, doesn't have a great um, bit of matchups. I mean, it's kind of back and forth. Buffalo, then the Giants, then the, uh, the Washington football team, then the 49ers, then the Bears, then Miami. So it's kind of back and forth on, on good matchups and, and not so great matchups. But Daryl Henderson otherwise would be my number two. Uh, next on my my rankings list, uh, I actually have. Let's. I'm gonna rearrange that. Uh, Dion Lewis is my number three. Uh, I really like. I really like Dion Lewis. Um, he is shifty enough. Um, he had a, a great season. A great couple seasons with the with the New England Patriots. I think that he can provide some value, especially in PPR leagues. That's where he's going to be best. Is going to be in a PPR league, um, catching the ball out of the backfield. He's not going to be the best runner. I think that Wayne Gallman may may pick up a lot of the the actual running, running. Um, but I think in passing downs, Deion Lewis is by far the better guy. Um, and even you know even even got a touchdown in this last game. So uh, Deion Lewis is definitely a guy that I'd be willing to pay for, knowing that he is most likely in full PPR leagues, knowing that he is most likely going to be the PPR guy in that offense with Saquon Barkley out. Next is Mike Davis. Uh, he's going to be playing in, in place of Christian McCaffrey for the next month or so. I wouldn't use up too much fab on him simply because you know his role is going to be limited unless something worse comes down with, with Christian McCaffrey. So I like Deion Lewis better. Um, Deion Lewis is owned in 2.9% of leagues overall combined between um, ESPN and Yahoo. So. Um, and I have Devonta Freeman on here. Simply, D- Devonta Freeman is a basic kind of hold-off. Maybe he could be the guy, um, but he hasn't officially signed anywhere yet. So for that reason, I'm, I- I'm hesitant on Devonta Freeman. I'd probably honestly rather have Jarek McKinnon, um, who we know is going to get a little bit of play with um, Raheem Mostert likely out, and Tevin Coleman probably out for multiple weeks. So... Uh, moving on to the wide receivers. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see. He's not on here. Uh, my number one is going to be Corey Davis. Uh, looking again, as far as the wide receivers go, he's right around that um, 46 45% range in terms of his availability. 42% in Yahoo. He's probably owned more of that. Um, more than that, in ESPN leagues, which brings him over that 50%. So, I like Corey Davis. Over the last few weeks, or the last two weeks, he's been targeted um, eight for seven for 101, five for three for 36 and a touchdown. Um, even if AJ Brown doesn't miss a whole lot more time, Corey Davis is getting targets and and doing something with them. And I think that it helps this year that I think he's developed a little bit better rapport with. Um, Ryan Tannehill. And it's opened things up for him. I don't think I don't think guys are taking him quite as seriously. So um, I like Corey Davis. He's he, he's not gonna be more than like a wide receiver three. That's kind of where he's gonna be. He's gonna be that flex play type. Um, that's where I see Corey Davis. So uh next up I've got let me pull that back up again. Uh waiver wire rankings. There we go. Uh Nikhil Harry. Uh just absolute beast. Um, this last week, he's owning 33.1% of leagues across the board. Uh, finished this last week, uh, what was it, 12 targets, 8 catches for 72 yards against the Seahawks. Uh, he, he he will be highly targeted. He is a guy that's going to get the targets. He's that big body type receiver that uh, Cam Newton likes throwing to. So um, going up against Las Vegas. You know, it's it's this next week. It's likely that you know it may be a combination of the run game and the pass game again. Uh, but if they start to get into a little bit of a shootout, <clears throat> I think that Nikhil Harry is going to be highly targeted, and uh, I think it's you know could find himself in the end zone here pretty soon. Uh, next on my list, <clears throat> uh, Marquez Valdez scaling owned in twenty six point four percent of leagues uh, across the board. Um, in Yahoo, Alan Lazard is owned in 47%. So both of them, it's just something to watch with them. I think that they're going to be solid, for the most part, solid contributors. Um, if Devonta Freeman is forced to miss more time, so. Uh, and then Mike Williams is getting, has been getting a lot of targets. I think that he is going to be in better shape. Honestly, in better shape with Tyrod Taylor than he will be with with Herbert. I think Herbert tends to stick with, from what I saw, stuck more with Keenan Allen and Hunter Henry, while uh, Tyrod Taylor likes to throw more of the deep ball to, to Mike Williams. That's kind of a, a hit or miss kind of there. So um, A couple other names. Michael Pittman is a guy to look at is with how trying to figure out how long... Um, uh, Paris Hilton's going to be gone, or Paris Hilton, Paris Campbell, wow, uh, Paris Campbell's going to be gone, so just kind of, I think that he, he could be a, a solid contributor there, um, and then moving down, the other guy, that uh, Traquan, Traquan Smith, decent game tonight, um, pulled in, let oh, see, I don't have his stats here in front of me, shoot, uh, Traquan Smith had a decent game. Uh, oh, there it is. Seven for, sorry, seven targets, five catches, for 86 yards. Um, and so he was able to get a, a decent amount of targets from Drew Brees with Michael Thomas gone. I'm, I'm not extremely high on Traquan Smith. He's had plenty of option or plenty of chances to um, to show what he can do and has never really put it all together. So um, I'm still staying away from Traquan Smith. For the most part. Um, and then I had a couple others that I don't know if they actually showed up on here. Let me see. Where's the ranker? Um, KJ Hamler is the guy to look at, see how he can do with it being Jerry Judy and then a bunch of just a bunch of guys left over. Um, they drafted KJ Hamler early for a reason. So seeing what he can do as long as he stays healthy. And the other name that I put on here, Cole Beasley, only owned in seven percent of leagues, but if or at least on Yahoo. But if you are, if you're in a full PPR league, he is getting a fair amount of targets. Um, let's see, we're Cole Beasley, seven targets in week one, six targets in week two. 58 and 70 yards against the Rams um, with how well their their defensive backs are. Having Jalen Ramsey. Um, I can see Cole Beasley getting more work again this next week. Um, and being kind of that, that undercover kind of guy that to, that's pulling in. Again, he's going to be a flex play. If you're in a 12-team league, Cole Beasley should be owned. At least as a bench player to fill in for bye weeks, so. All right, that's it for me for wide receivers. And then moving on to the tight ends. Um, not a whole lot of options here. Logan Thomas is interesting. Um, in Washington, it seems like um, he actually, I mean, he's getting a fair amount of targets. Let's see if it's two games. So he's had 17 targets, eight receptions for 63 yards and a touchdown. Um, not a guy I was actually expecting to do a whole lot this year. Um, but as long as he's getting target share, he's averaging, you know, nine and a half targets a game over the last two weeks. He's getting the targets, uh, this next week he's going up against Cleveland. Cleveland's offense, uh, defense has proven to not be very good. Gave up, what was it? 30, 35 points to, uh, to, to Joe Burrow and the, and the Cincinnati Bengals. So, um, I can see Logan Thomas putting in another solid tight end two. High, uh, you know, high-end tight end two type of week. Um, the next one, again, this one's more because of um, Paris Campbell's injury is moali Cox. Cox. Um, was it five, five of six for 111 yards, and a lot of that's because uh, Philip Rivers loves throwing to his tight ends, and with. Um, Jack Doyle out. Uh, Mo Ali Cox was was there to to pick up the slack. So, um, I believe his next opponent is the New York Jets. The Jets haven't been able to sn- obviously could not stop tight ends because Jordan Reed went off for two touchdowns and like eighty five yards. So, um, I have Jordan Reed on here. I think I have him listed fourth simply because George Kittle is. As far as we know, is going to be back this week, so even in a limited capacity. So for that reason, I'm I'm not as high on Jordan Reed. I don't have him as high on my list. So, um, so yeah. So that's what I've got for tight ends. And as far as defensive teams, nope, it's not on there. So um, one defense that I've seen, I don't know. I don't know. Actually, their ownership percentage is the um, is the Titans. Um. Again, or sorry, not the Titans, the Colts. Again, the Colts are going up against the the New York Jets, and the Jets are not very good. So, um, I like the I like the Colts defense as a pickup, uh, or as a DFS play. So, um, that is all I've got. Like I said, I was trying to make this a, a pretty short episode, get through all this stuff for you guys, make sure that my computer holds up for the whole time I'm I'm recording the podcast. So, um, I hope you guys enjoy this episode again. I will be doing at some point this week. I will be doing a another DFS episode for you guys to kind of give a, an overview of the guys that I like and don't like based on their um, based on their value um, on both DraftKings and Yahoo. So, I uh, hope you guys have a great week and that uh, and that your uh, you get the the waiver wire guys you're looking for. Um, that is it. Again, my name is Ryan Scullard, and we will talk to you guys later.